Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hanford, Michael Sidgwick, enjoying a well-earned day off. Uh, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT, another spooky fallout <laughs> from Halloween Havoc. I quite like this show. I know you did, you freak. Like, is it, was it just a novelty of not having wrestling or something? Get out of the loop, brother. Get out of the loop for a week. Aye. Um, I went, like, head first, deep into the loop, as if the loop was a toilet bowl, and I just wanted to swim in it. I was the head. You know that meme, that vine we really like, of the head in the spin dryer, where the music <laughs> goes, like that. And it makes you, like, it's in space. It's amazing. That was me into the, the ridge. I... I quite enjoyed it. Like, every now and then, I uh, treat myself in a trudge through the sludge, and I took some, a, a lot of sludge for not liking Halloween Havoc. I just thought it was a bad show. I thought, uh, well, listen to the review to find out lots of the reasons why I thought it was a bad show. Um, and but, why Pollard liked it. Yeah, Pollard was, like, ju- well, just because he's a nicer person than I am. <laughs> just a bit more positive than I was. Um, I, do you know what it was? If I could be really sort of basic about it, I was... Really, really disappointed with the match quality. There you go. There's a, a ton of other problems. I've gone into it in detail in the, the podcast review, and I won't do that again here on a preview for an entirely different show. But I thought the match quality felt well, well, well below what I was expecting uh, on a show that was already running way too long mm. as well. Uh, and I don't know. I, it made me sad that often there are things I enjoy about this show because if they're going to get back to, like they announced, Deadline... Which, would you believe it, Wilborn, has potentially fallen on the same day that Ring of Honor was going to run Final Battle. Yeah. I cannot believe that has happened again, right? Um, it's quite funny because I don't think they're going head-to-head, but I think Deadline airs first. Yeah. So it's, uh, what do you mean? We're not, we're not going head-to-head. We're not competing at all. Um, but, uh, like, opposing restaurant, well, what, 
talking about opening. Yeah, we're next door to you. <laughs> and we're opening three hours earlier. And we're encouraging people to eat the same food, but half the price. Yeah. And then, but after they've done that hour, we're happy for people to go to your restaurant. It's quite a day, though. I've just looked this up. What do you mean, full? And then, like, at the end of the street, there's a UFC card, which is what people are actually saying. Say, <laughs> you've got Ring of Honor's Final Battle. You've got NXT Dead Lane. Yeah. And you've got UFC 282. Yeah. <laughs> the light heavyweight title on the line. And Paddy Pimblett fighting on that it's card Paddy as well. Pimblett card, is it? Yeah. It's the first fight to come around in a while that I've got a vested interest in from being outside the bubble. Aye, so yeah, it, what was I think what was the point I was trying to get to before I got lost in thinking about well Paddy Pimblett, quite honestly, <laughs> is that um it's just it was so bang average in so many ways, despite the spooky set dressing, that it was it's kind of the worst version of something that NXT was doing well because it had to. Halloween Havoc was fun because NXT wasn't. <laughs> yeah. NXT weekly it can be quite fun. And as a result, Halloween Havoc was a little bit drab. Yeah, see, I quite liked the North American uh, ladder match. Uh, I never want to watch ladder match ever again. I particularly ever. liked. I particularly liked the winner, obviously. Yeah, that was nice. just for, for Wesley, uh, and I thought Von Wagner played his role very well in that yeah. match. And I was genuinely pleasantly surprised by the main event because I actually thought the title was going to change hands at one point, which I thought they're never going to convince me of that. Mm. Fair enough. And that bit where Ilya Dragunov just fired up and killed everyone. Yeah. And mainly took out Bron Breaker and uh, J.D. McDonough dived in and stopped the referee's hand. Didn't even break up the fall, just yeah. stopped the I thought it was a really good spot. And I was... Yeah. I, like, I like the Frankensteiner into the Tiger Bomb. Oh. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah, some good stuff on there. The My favourite person in the ladder match, outside of Wesley, actually, I did think... Putting the, the the sort of shift that you want to see from somebody that thinks I cannot possibly win this. Oh wait, I can. And I quite like Nathan Frazier. Yeah. In it. There was a the spot in which he put Von Wagner through the bridge and ladder was almost missed because he was just I've got an opportunity. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Rather than right here's the bridge and ladder spot that we always do. I like Von Wagner taking a member of the crowd out with the ladder. Oh my god! Like it was taking an uncomfortable amount of time to get the ladder out, wasn't it? And then one point when he just went. <laughs> and like <he> just <laughs> and the referees did this thing where they were like, "Whoa, hold it!" But to the fans, as if you with a ladder coming at you at forty miles an hour can do much to stop it. Yeah. It went like they would move closer. They just yeah. sat in their seat. I've got no teeth left. I I mean, there was so many. There was a couple of particularly egregious and terrible things on this show, but I'm not sure if we're going to get to it in the preview. Uh, did you know? Because I don't, I, from your notes, I don't recall there was anything on there, but I guess this is under the banner of Fallout, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallout. Uh, did you know that Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade aren't friends anymore? <laughs> I did. I don't know if that was made clear from the, uh, well, from the four-hour conversations they were having in the middle of what was supposed to be a street fight. NXT can't do weapons matches. We have a big problem here. Yeah. Lights out match. I tell you Pug what. Pug fight. Weapons, well, they're, they're all the same. The ambulance match good was good when he started throwing pumpkins at his head. That really popped me. Halloween banter in the middle of what was supposed to be this like blood feud. You've done everything to my group, my family. Pumpkin to the head. <laughs> I, just, I, I tell you what, credit to Julius Creed though, because I would not have done the bit where it was like, so you're going to throw me in the ambulance. Mm. Yeah. And then how am I going to stop the doors from shutting? Use your fingers. Fingers, obviously. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. It was like three different times that happened. That again as well. Um, Two points on getting powerbombed through a stretcher. Number one, stretches a table with a cushion on it. So, <laughs> less than ideal. Number two, 
uh, in the previous match, Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade had flown off the... Uh, the Eagle's Nest. The Eagle's Nest through a table. Just popped back off. Got a crack on with the rest of the match. I had really... Uh, we've not even talked about the Haunted House yet. No, I don't think I want to. Wait, like, Mandy Rose isn't doing anything tonight, is she? Not, not as advertised. Not, not as advertised currently. Other than that sweet V-trigger. Hopefully nearing... Jesus to. Christ. Very literally at the moment, the best one on television. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, oh, and I'm telling lies. Tell Where's the lie? Oh, God, the haunted house, man. Talk me through your experience of the haunted house. Were you watching it unspoiled? Uh, I knew Wesley had won the title. Right. And I assumed because I'd seen Wesley had won the title leading our news uh, that Brombreaker hadn't lost the yeah. title. Actually, you did say a bit of this because because this was a day of digital exclusive. Actually, the real quiz is in my haunted house. This was something we couldn't have possibly discussed or anything like that. I was that. so bamboozled because I was watching this and I was very much skimming mm-hmm. uh, the wrestling that I'd missed when I got back. And I'd sort of, so I'd watched NXT, but I would, I'd sort of gone, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like most matches, I was like, yeah, yeah, what's the finish? Uh, Maria Ripley's clearly going to win this, so let's go to the finish. Um, and then this, yeah, they start doing this and they've, they've pulled up and going, oh, we've got to go around this. And I went, oh, have I missed... Misheard this. So this yeah. is this with the tag title matches, which are actually happening, obviously, on tonight's NXT. And then she just kidnapped her again and drove her to the... And gave her a lift. Yeah. Gave her a lift to the premium live event. It was, to be fair to her, it was, I said this on the podcast, it was to take her away from the building where Toxic Attraction were, so they definitely couldn't help. Oh, thank goodness for that. I finally thought of a way to neutralise them and then didn't neutralise them. Uh, did you see the Chase University skit while you were skipping through? Always. Never miss them. What do you make of uh, Duke Bloody Hudson? Oh. What, what was really funny, Ernest, Oh, I love it. I Ernest love it so, so much. Buddy Hayward getting really angry at me. Like, I don't like him. And then Andre Chess was like, I don't really like him either. Yeah, yeah. it's good because everyone's got somewhat of a brain. But, uh, you know, Chess University kind of needs the money at this point and his student fees are nine grand a term. Yeah. <laughs> like there's only six of us. I've got to run an entire university here. I love that. I love the fact he's giving them tests on Halloween Havoc as well. Yeah. It was uh, Halloween Havoc 1995, the location, in case you were interested. It was Cobo Hall in Detroit, which is where Hogan and Giant had their monster truck fight. Really? And, yeah, that was, uh, I think that was why they picked that one. I think so, anyway. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've forgot to write that in my notes for tonight's show, but Bodie Hayward slowly slowly being pushed away from Andre Chase's affections, being replaced by Duke Hudson because he knows everything. Yeah. Is a storyline I'm kind of on board with. A new teacher's pet. Yeah. But hang on. For those that listened to the five-star review review this morning, when as relates to a teacher's pet, should know that an apple a day, like, doesn't get you closer to what you want. <laughs> it's a bit of a teaser for what. Uh, yeah, so all the fallout from Halloween Havoc tonight. But but before we get into more of what happens for the uh, for the champions, mm. including the new champion, we uh, could potentially have new champions as well because uh, Michael Hamlet is, of course. Tag Team Title Tuesday. Yeah, that's what we've all been talking about. Two tag team title matches on tonight's show. It is pretty. Yeah, there? it is pretty dearly against our boys Idris Anofe and Malik Blade. I don't think they've got a chance, mm. but I'm still looking forward to this match. Feels like a win-win, doesn't it? It's either our boys versus Yes Boys. Yes Boys. So I'm into this. I think this should be high banter. Um, Anofe and Blade, we. Kind of started championing them because they really, really made us laugh. And in the, I think it was in the Dusty Cup where they got a first round win, or was it like yes. a tag title tournament? Where just for a second you saw this, uh, like, earnest babyface fire of underdogs getting a win that you thought this could go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think they lost in the second round, but then 
Because they were that was it. They were mad perverts into Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction when they backstage. But they were constantly they, they were constantly doing it with their with their boobs out, and they got <laughs> they got great bodies. So there was a bit with the contract signing where um, Malik sat there in quite smartly dressed. He, I don't, I've got to know where Idris and Effie gets his wardrobe. Yeah, <laughs> he had this outfit, and I was like, well, it's amazing, <laughs> but no one else could pull that off. No. They're not going to win, I don't think. Um, they feel like the right opponents are pretty deadly to start stacking up the wins with. But, yeah, why not? Like, let's. Ha- I hope the wrestlers have fun with it. I hope it doesn't feel like a standard Commodore Garden WWE match. I don't want it to particularly follow formula. Lean into the comedy as absolutely as much as you need to. Give Enofian Blade one hope spot, and then I pretty deadly wrap it up. I, 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 like, I like what they've got going with pretty deadly, genuinely. I think there will come a point where um, it will start to feel, and to be honest... A version of this has happened with Mandy Rose, but pretty deadly a patter, so it's all right. But there will come a point where it feels like the act is dominant and a team has to stop them and a team has to win these belts. It feels like it's going to be the Creeds, maybe. Yeah. Unless they get called up first. But there will come a time where there is a baby Sign face. for them on last night's rule. Yeah, well, there will come a point where the titles will feel like they're in need of saving and pretty deadly are the perfect heels to establish that. It's not going to be an Ophian Blade. Doing the like doing the saving tonight, but I think the match would be fun anyway. Yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be a load of fun, you know. Um, yeah, because I forget that the pretty deadly in the creeds have exchanged the titles quite a few That's times. It. You know? Yeah, the creeds might be past the belts at this point. They might mm. be on that. You know, when um, I don't even know if this is still the thing anymore. But when the performance center used to have the finishing class, so there'd be a bunch of these super experienced wrestlers that would still have to go to work every day and train in some like gym. But it'd be stupid for a Bobby Roode to be training with a day one mm. rookie, so they would have in different groups. I wonder if the Creeds and uh, say Carmelo Hayes, for example, are in the finishing class now. Yeah. Sooner or later, they're going to get that that jump. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who the who the pick team is to take it off. Brady. I mean, I can sense Brady deadly slowly turning babyface because they're just getting more and more over, aren't they? Yeah. I, well, I don't so know. Maybe it's the jism. <laughs> just went pretty deadly of baby faces, yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe, I suppose. Well, the jism or the version of the jism that you want, if we ever get, you know, the Grizzled Young Vets back once they've left Joe Gacy well, that's, behind. That was, that's always on the card. That was kind it? of my thinking. More on the uh, the jism in a bit because it's a big reveal, hopefully, tonight. Yeah. But in the other uh, women's tag team title match, it is, of course, Caden Carr and Katana Chance. The girls just look a lot to play. <laughs> uh, versus... Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I suppose if if they, if Lyons and Stark think uh, that uh, Carter and Chance are the disease, they're the cure. <laughs> unless they're, you know, anti-vax or something. Uh, yeah, unless one of them picks up an injury or NXT for once randomly takes place in Canada. Uh, I, I don't know where to go from that. Uh <laughs> There's more of a chance that the tag team titles changing in that match, I think. Yeah, uh, there's drama here. To be fair, there is actually drama here. They've um, the story's been all right. The champions being presented as a unit, as best friends, as yada yada yada. Meanwhile, the challengers have kind of come together rather recently. But they're telling the champions that they're just as unified. Um, I think there is. So the Nikita Lions babyface turn just sort of happened, really, didn't it? Yeah, they were put together as a tag team. And that was what turned her bit. Well, she, wasn't she was never heel, was never she? Heel, she was, really, but she was but never de- definitively wasn't, wasn't baby. Much going on, was yeah. there? And now she's this baby face in this team with Zoe Starks. I wonder. Well, if, there was a lot going on. But. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if the champions retain here, but it's not the end of this. Yeah, I wonder if the, it's. I'm not suggesting that maybe Starks and Lions turn heel outright, but perhaps because the champions are 
like Chance and Caden Carter are kind of arseholes sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> so maybe they, maybe they get this win and it feels a little bit like a banana skin or uh, got yeah, and then we we have to go again somehow, and maybe this time that maybe there's like a, maybe some referee thing where the the champions take advantage of it in a way that only really heel would. I was going to say, are you, are you trying to suggest less less Caden Carter? We like Caden Carter. Are you saying Katana Chance is the sort of person who doesn't follow the rules? Uh, well, we'll put it like this. Give right? me evidence of any time in the last uh, two and a half years yeah. where Katana Chance hasn't followed rules or guidance, let's say. Let's just say, right, <laughs> that what Katana Chance denied... Uh, Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons refuse to be supplied. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's happening here. You've got to feel for Caden Carter in the middle of all this. <laughs> she should feel the strongest, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to know what's in that jet that she sprays out now. <laughs> put it like this. If it's a COVID vaccine, the challenges will run a fucking mile. Like <laughs> Never agreed to this. Cha- uh, Champions retain. This isn't over. Ooh. In more ways than one. Mm. (laughs) Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Speaking of champions, though, Bron Breaker obviously retained in a yeah. great match. Uh, arguably, the, uh, uh, I'm sort of answering my own question here, but arguably you could say that that him and uh, Dragunov could run it back, mm-hmm. even though he pinned Dragunov, because Dragunov had the match won. Yeah. You've also got, obviously, Mandy Rose, presumably moving on from, from Alba Fire, because despite kidnapping and taking uh, Toxic Attraction out of the match, she won, thanks to Toxic Attraction, <laughs> did, uh, did Mandy Rose. But you've also got Wesley, new North American champion. What's next for all of them? So, uh, I'll do Bron Breaker first, because I have a bold prediction for you, Will Bond. A very bold prediction. I hadn't considered that they might try and wedge Ely Dragunov back in as a result of the actions of J.D. McDonough in the match itself. 
But they could certainly have the thing where he wants a title shot and Bron Brick is like, nah, sorry, man, back of the line. Or by the way, the line's about a royal or something. And that's how Dragunov gets another title. If you want to do it, you can get him to the number one contenders again. I think Bron Breaker is going to lose the NXT Championship at Day Lane. Me too. Because I think he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Me too. And I... Don't know if Dragonoff is the guy, but he's as good a guy as anybody, I suppose. I think I know a guy. I also want to know a guy, but I remain unconvinced that this injury is uh, like a work or the date, the timeline for it is as uh, basically Nakamura coming in last week, albeit by the way in his black and gold attire. Oh my god! Yeah. And the idea that oh my god he's going to stick around a little bit longer. Um, however, why I want it to be Tony D'Angelo? Let's just. Elephant in the room. The man himself. Why I want it to be Tony D'Angelo is because what have we said when we kind of, what we thought we were picking up on what we thought was a clue um, that all of these NXT big stars were being disappeared off the brand, were they not? Yeah. By Tony D'Angelo en route to him being Bron Breaker's big bad and to disappear a guy on a show called Deadline feels about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, I'd, and... You can argue, um, Stacks unfortunately still on his holidays Is he, uh, right now. I thought you. Ch- I forgot to text him, so I'm glad you got in touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, uh, he. I can't work my phone, but he left me an answer machine message. Or maybe I'll play it on tomorrow's okay, review. All right, all right. Um, but uh, I mean, he very nearly beat Shinsuke Nakamura from what I saw last week. Did Stacks send you the footage? Did yeah. You, did you check if he doctored it or not? It was quite jumpy and a bit. It went fuzzy in parts. <laughs> yeah. But from what I saw, he was so close. In total control, almost. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It went backwards at points, but you know, <laughs> yeah. It was like he was eating a kick, but like pushing it away with his face. <laughs> but, <laughs> headbutting Shinsuke's foot, I believe. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But genuinely, maybe this is, you know, this is one of those things where you, you and I get this uh, arguably, arguably more than Sidge because mm-hmm. he's just you know, an objective observer of things <laughs> rather than someone who just twists reality into the what they hope is going to happen. But there was a bit of me that went, ah, so he's not fighting himself. He's not going, you dirty rat, and yeah. smashing his head in or anything. And afterwards, he's not gone, you lost. Mm. What was that? Because he was so like, he was like, basically it was Ric Flair at WrestleMania was Stack saying, hit me with a Kinshasa. I'm ready. I can take this. Okay, I, They're the same picture. That's what I saw when, when that finish happened. What, what would, what would um, hypothetically, I mean, you'll have to do this with him not being here. Yeah. What would Stax do if he was uttering those famous Ric Flair lines? How, how, what would be the cadence he would kind of use? He'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I love you and yeah. all that, but you got, I can't do the no, um, Stax accent. Fair. So, that is fair, that is fair. Um, it's one of, one of the few accents I can't do. Uh, Stax. Yeah. Can't crack Stax. Right, so, but there's a bit of me that went, right, genuinely, in shoot storyline, yeah. he's gone... I've got my right-hand man here. He will literally take a bullet for me. I've put him in this match. He's not been a little bitch. He's fought a former NXT champion, and he's known when he's going to get taken out, but he's gone, I'll I'll eat that. I'll take that. Thank you very much, sir. Mm-hmm. So he's got his cannon fodder for the big, bulky bastard who spears people out of their shoes. Yeah, like, actually. There's an argument to be made that maybe it doesn't happen this week. Mm. And like you say, maybe it's a, a battle royal. The moment you said battle royal, and I was like, oh my God, he could go in with the, oh, oh my bloody leg. And then he oh wins there. it, yeah. Gets stacks to do the dirty work, and he slides in at oh, the end. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> like, that would genuinely, for any wrestling observers out there, would truly be a... Oh! Teachable moment! Teachable moment! Maybe 
Andre Chase Winfield. <laughs> um, the world title. But yeah. And then, guess what? Seth Rollins' music did. Wait a second. <laughs> he said it. Sick music! Perfect fit for 2.0. The builders outside today. We're not there, I know, man. And that one goes pretty loud as well, doesn't it? Like some of them are as loud as like you hear a shame of man. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's pretty loud. Uh, so, yeah, right. Uh, Ron Breaker's going to lose to Tony D'Angelo. At deadline. Tick. Check. Sorted. <laughs> Stax is going to win a battle royal. Matt, I don't know who happens next. Oh, I suppose Roxanne Perez could be next for Mandy Rose. Well, this is it. So they keep talking about Mandy Rose um, building this record, obviously. Uh, Alba Fire is dead to me. He's <laughs> like, a stupid dog. idiot. Uh, Get her on the main roster. Yeah. Um, so, aye. It's got to be It's got to be Roxanne Perez. I think she's righted the wrong of Cora Jade. She possibly would argue that she would have won it had it not been for the turn in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, start setting up. Do you know what, actually? In all fairness, they could amass a pretty dramatic set of circumstances with Deadline where Braun Breaker... Like, let's say, as of right now, because we've talked about it, rumours start swirling that he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Let's just say that until it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, rumours start swirling that he's going to be a, a Royal Rumble, so he's going to lose his title. Or will he? Will he take his title with him? But certainly Mandy Rose. Yeah. I haven't done the counting forward yet, but whatever the day is of deadline against how December many December 10th, I think it is. So that's another, that's like, what, three months? Yeah. Give or take. Like, what, what, from what? Well, I mean, it's October now, isn't it? Yeah, it's about, it's about a month so. and a half. month and a half. Okay, so we're looking at about, what, 50 more days? Yeah, something like that. 50 more days added to the 300-odd she's had. She's got to be... She's passing records, you know? She's passing sort of all-time streaks. And 46 stuff. days. 46 days away, right? So I'd, she's on 300 plus. I'll have a look at that. That's what you She, she might have even passed a year. I cannot remember. But she's doing well. Like, in terms of, like, getting up there as the... Uh, you know, she's passed... She's passed at least one of Shayna Baszler's runs. Um, I don't know where she is against Asuka. That's got to be the big one, I imagine. She's passed Bailey. She's 364 passed... days. So it's a year tomorrow. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? should it? have some sort of championship celebration on tonight's show. Maybe they will, right. So and so Deadline's going to be coming up on 400 days, right? Where's, where does that stack her? Uh, still, it should be third. It should be Shayna Baszler yeah. with, the, with the most combined days as champion. Right, so like, but it's Asuka definitely. Asuka's... 510 or days recognized by WWE 522. But she's third. She's more than Flair. She's more than Paige. Yeah. More than Flair's combined ra- uh-huh. reigns. Paige, Io Shirai, Bailey, Sasha Banks, all them. So if you call a show deadline and you do uh, Bron Breaker versus Tony D'Angelo and Manny Rose versus Roxanne Perez and it's called deadline, somebody's like, the streak, what a streak has got to end. A big champion has got to be yeah. toppled, that kind of thing. I think there's quite a lot of drama around that. Yeah, they could even do Asuka versus Mandy Rose at deadline, and Mandy Rose could win. And then it could be, how can she get there? Can she keep mm. going? She's beaten the woman that had the record before. She's just got to keep going. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't, but Roxanne Perez seems like the one for me if you're going to attempt to make the best of this long heel run. Yeah. The idea is you set up a baby face during this time that believably beats. And it feels like a quest, and it feels like a journey. And it is Roxanne Perez for that, I think. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, it's got to be. Sh- oh, where's, I'm just looking at where's the Shayna yeah, page. Three hundred eight days. Shayna's reigns one hundred thirty three and four hundred sixteen. Four sixteen. So, so probably should just be fall short of that. Yeah, but even so, so it's four sixteen at Shayna and then four hundred plus more. Well, four hundred four sixteen for Shayna for yeah. one reign, uh, and Asuka's five five hundred ten. 
combined days or 522 combined days recorded by WWE. Yeah, yeah. So recognized by WWE. Another 100 days off that, so you'd be looking at trying to get to WrestleMania weekend, wouldn't you? Yeah. If, she, if she wins at deadline. And then Wesley, I think in the short term, you uh, give him, this is a serious thing, in the short term, you give him Von Wagner. Von Wagner, like I that, agree. That I agree was, completely. That GIF was doing the rounds. They, they created a, a version of virality for NXT. So you do Von Wagner as a TV feud, and then I would like to think you do something babyfacey with Nathan Frazier, maybe? Yeah. Nathan Frazier. Because what I got from, the, like the tiny, minuscule moments of thrill I felt in the ladder match were from those two. Mm, I so agree. So let's see if they can you together. Is it Shotzi Lash legend tonight? Yeah. Speaking of, well, the total opposite of getting moments of thrill, <laughs> their physical exchange at Halloween Havoc Oof. was not so good, Al. <laughs> um, Great to see Quincy Elliott, though. Yeah, a good laugh. The, the, the whole thing with Shotzi was a good laugh. Had it not, had they not insisted upon, like, dropping down to physicality and Lash Legend and Shotzi, neither of them can really get... Lash Legend, this is awful, that's right. That everyone's getting shot in this line that I'm about to deliver. Lash Legend is to NXT what Shotzi is to SmackDown. Oh, God, they're working tonight. And now they're fighting each other. It's like a, I'm nervous, it's, yeah. It's a destruction a destruction derby. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, the, it's the, the local hometown teams, only the hometown teams are the people that can't really go on their own shows. I think Shotzi's got so much to offer, but rough around the edges is the generous... I'd, I'd have, you know the no-leg-kicking sign they used to have? Yeah. Just one that says no toe paste tonight. <laughs> Please, no. Because all I can see is someone doing the scorpion on themselves. They will desperately want this to go well. They'll want to prove a point to ourselves like me, speaking at this microphone right now. So all the best to them. I just, ooh. I don't know. It feels like it could go horribly wrong, or it could be the, the this could be the sort of match where, so last week when you were away, everybody, people that should know better, and by that I mean people that have been in the industry, Road Dog, Dutch Mantel and the like, Coming for Athena. Oh, yeah. I saw that match. briefly on Twitter and thought I'm not getting involved in that. Yeah, it was an excellent extended squash. A really good fight. Uh, and regardless of any of the other sort, any of the debate, I'll, I'll avoid being particularly critical of the people that I thought were critical in extremely bad faith last week. It felt, no, it won't. It felt really racist and sexist of those old, horrible white fuckers to uh, <laughs> be so openly and nakedly, transparently cynical in their critique of this hard-hitting match when the things they have seen, done, and perpetrated in just business are far worse than Athena versus Jodie Threat going five minutes on dark. But that was the best-case scenario because it was... Even even if somebody had got injured, it was like, well, it was it looked snug. And let's say Jodie Threat gets a broken nose. You don't want to be doing that. It's not supposed no. to be real, but wow. Didn't, it wasn't it being shared for looking awesome. This could go the other way, man. This could be getting shared for looking terrible. And the abuse the women get for, say, like two or three blown spots in a row will be far crueler than what was happening to mm. Athena and mm. Jodie Threat for just being hard-hitting. It's it's This feels set up to fail. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to go. I hope I hope they prove us all wrong, like you say. Yeah. Um, and if it does go wrong, I assume that Road Dog will be the first two quote tweets to say, what the hell is this? You shouldn't be sending guys out there who... A producer, I, like I welcome Road Dog's quote, tweet, critique, <laughs> or sly reply guy remark. If mm. this match visibly looks like it shouldn't have even made it out of the performance center rookies class, what if Axiom and Nathan Fraser go after the tag titles? I might be quite up for that. I'll have a look at that. We've got we've got a team name for them. No. <laughs> got it. Got it. 
I've got one. I've got a theme name. Go on. Maths and English. <laughs> uh, I'm up for that. Um, finally, if you know the answer to this, please don't spoil it. Just pretend and we do it. But big developments with... Four roots, one tree. You know, that famous <laughs> phrase. <laughs> Is that that video that people used to show to people and then you would just watch no, the reaction? No, 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 don't Google it. <laughs> but tonight... It is the mystery, the campaign that, that has been teased out for, for just so long with the weird smiley faces masks that they've bought now, apparently. Who is in the red hoodie? Did you ever, um, did you ever do you remember the phenomenon of the USA soccer guy? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the what a song he made for the World Cup 2014? I think I've got one of his T-shirts oh, yeah. for uh, Chesterfield. Oh, yeah. like, like the, the Chesterfield, like, what's your nickname? Well, we're the Spyrites, but what are they... I think they're called like he calls us no because the, Ch- Ch- the Chesterfield were, Church Spires or something like that. Soccer, yeah. I bought the T-shirt. I should remember this really, but uh, oh, I can't find. But yeah, uh, he had um, a World Cup song, and there was it was just a great line. Uh, it was in the bridge, the chorus. He goes, two goals, one cup, turn the awesome up." <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, I think I know who this is because I think there was a picture a few weeks ago that did the rounds of the red hoodie in a uh in the hoodie in the crowd but without the face mask yes and i've so i'm not going to spoil that if anybody hasn't seen it um if it is that person or this wasn't i was going to say a red herring oh a red hoodie yeah. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> um yeah, if it is, I think it is. It's a existing member of the NXT roster that hasn't done much for a while. They have tried and failed to experiment with the character. Um, but let's just say, by adding this member tonight, a ready for the Judgment Day. Ooh. Because there would be uh, three males and one female. Ooh. I'm assuming this is part of a bit of LTST between goth stuff and dark stuff and we can have a Survivor Series match with nothing but weirdos. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I, no, it's, it's, I think it was, again, I, I, I hate to sort of preview this. It's a bit like if we'd seen a Rampage result. Yes. It's like, I just don't know which way this match could go. Uh, yeah, if it is who I think it is, it's an existing member of the female roster that hasn't been used for a while and when she was being used, she wasn't being used well, so I guess we have to see how this goes. I was uh, hoping it was going to be Boa. Yeah, did you get a chance to have a good look at the uh, the masks that they've been there? The I saw the yellow things that they put on. Stupid-ass yellow masks. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's not a... Yeah. Well, unless, of course, it's a WWE legend, perhaps. Well. It's time to play the game! You missed this. I've not played this for a while. Yeah. I, just, I just didn't even think of it before then. We uh, we did the game last week, me and Sidgwick, and it was correct. Sort of. We, uh, we did the game for, like, mystery... Um, I think we were, was it on the raw preview. Anyway, there was a, a mystery preview thing where who is so and so going to face, right? Mm. Oh, that was it. Yeah, so it was on the raw preview. Uh, Cora Jade had said she was going to go to raw. That was and it. Roxanne Perez's opponent. So we played the game and we said, well, let's be realistic and go to the main roster. Yeah, and we landed on Luke Gallows. <laughs> and then after raw, obviously Cameron Grimes had said, "Hey, do you want to go to NXT with some Kiss Ash?" So technically... Yeah, that counts. Right. I'll yeah. give you that. Uh, but I have the uh, WWE alumni page open in front of me. Yeah. And uh, you tell alumni, me Alumni, is it? Yeah. Okay. You tell me when to stop. 
picking numbers between one and four, and that will be the person who's in the red hoodie. Tonight. The new member of the The newest member of the Stop. Now then. Now then. You you tread carefully here, boy. Oh, God. Um, I'll go with... Oh, see, now... Uh, I'll go with number. I'll go four because because it, <laughs> it's going to be the fourth member of the you know like when six joined the NWO. Yeah, fourth, yeah. So, <laughs> so I really hope this happens now because this is someone I've gone on and I'm not bothered about you ever returning to wrestling again. Oh God, all right. Um, but now <laughs> if it's in this guy's, yes, please. So. Let me tell you. So we have uh, God. What are all the, what are all the names? Uh, Mick Jagger. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Fowler. Yeah. What's the boss called? Joe the, Gacy. Joe Gacy. There he is. Right. I'm and big. I'm big fan. Had it been number one, it would have been Gacy, Fowler, Mick Jagger, and Mojo Rawley. Right. Yeah. yeah hi. Could see it. Okay. Next what, couple. Uh, Miro era. Mojo. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, first, yeah, yeah. 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 Could see that. Less likely were two and three. Right, I was go. I was. It was one between one and four. I was hoping you'd picked because mm-hmm. two and three were Murphy and Neville. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Happen. But, ladies and gentlemen, we can now on this podcast exclusively reveal the newest member of the person wearing the red hoodie, the person probably with a weird eye now, yeah. joining Joe Gacy, Robbie Fowler, and Mick Jagger is Nia Jax, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not like most girls. <laughs> most girls don't join up with the jeezing. So, if that doesn't make you tune in tonight, nothing will. That'd be that'd be pretty cool, actually, wouldn't it? That sort of rule, like nobody would see that coming. No, Nia Jax returns to NXT. I mean, she could spend some time developmental, wouldn't hurt. So, well, I say it wouldn't hurt, not for her. <laughs> I'm just. Tonight you're working the three-way now with Shotzi and Lash Legend. Good luck. Anyway, like we have actually booked. Uh, imagine the Jism and ADX versus the Judgment Day. That would be <laughs> absolutely incredible. Imagine Nia Jax getting hands on Dominic Mysterio and just absolutely ragdolling him and Rhea going full red rear over it. I'll f- kill you! Oh, my God. This ends into a shoot fight like that once you had with Charlotte on Raw that time. Triple H, hang on. <laughs> uh, right, let us know your thoughts of ahead of NXT tonight on Twitter. How what culture, WWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture, WWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For de- Did I say Apple Podcasts or iTunes earlier? Uh, I think you said iTunes, but I understand why, because you were definitely in the headspace of uh, getting... Oh, uh, yeah. This is the most important intro of the week. Yeah. Like, I learned to my peril... This is the most, like, physically, this is the most demanding, like, intro. <laughs> yes. My neck looked like David Booth's leg after I was finished doing that intro. Don't Google that if you don't know what we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> no. Um, right, yeah. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, though, uh, What Culture Wrestling. We had a great Raw review earlier on today. And we'll be back to review NXT with Michael Sidgwick tomorrow. So make with sure you... the boys again. Yeah, it's been oh, a while, three. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what cool dressing, wherever you get your podcast from, if you want to subscribe to that. But for now, this has been the NXT preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.